The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. And welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and this is our 46th episode talking to very cool people around the Twin Cities that are doing cool things. I'm here today with someone who has developed something that I thought was really long overdue when I ran across it. Her name is Gina Green, and she's the inventor and founder of a company called Belly Flops. Hi, Gina. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I don't even know how I ran across your product. But I did, and I was like right away, like, oh, that's intriguing. So I'm going to let you describe your product, and then I'm going to tell you what I thought was so cool about it. Right, and the easiest way usually is to see a visual, but the easiest way to explain it in words would be it's a pool floaty for pregnant women. So the dream of laying on your belly, once again, although you're in the water, hopefully cooling off and maybe getting your back tan at the same time. (laughs) I love the idea. Well, first of all, I love pool floats. I'm kind of obsessed with them, actually. I'm a sailor, and I will bring a pool float in my luggage across the country or across the, in some cases, out of the country to have on a boat because there's nothing more than I love than just floating on a pool float. Right. I don't know why pool floats are so fun. I just love, I love the water, so that's probably why it just all came about that way. So how long ago did you invent it, and were you pregnant when you thought of it? Well, unfortunately, I was never able to use a product. Okay. It was after all my kids were born. Right. So that's kind of a bummer always. And How many kids did you have? I have four. Okay. And uh, I came up with the idea just hanging out in the pool with the family and just thinking there's, I mean, and I remember the last pregnancy, you know, super hard, maybe just because it was the last one and my yeah. body was done. But whenever it went in the water, it felt so good. You just felt light and airy and just, you know, when you had to get out of the pool, you feel so heavy. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of came up with the idea. I told my sister about it, my older sister. I just have one other sibling. And she more or less, a couple years down the road, she was doing something with business. And she said, you know that belly flops thing you talked about? Because I'd already kind of named it in my head as far as what I would call it. She said, you have to do that. I said, no way. I don't know where to start. Have time to do it. That You're crazy. So my older sister made me do it. <laughs> so how did you know where to start? So what was your existing day job or were you a stay-at-home mom? What was your... Yeah, at the point that I started it, um, I was I stayed home after the last one was born. I stayed home just because it was getting to be too sure. hard to do both. And uh, I just started doing it at night. After the kids were in bed, I just was doing research. It was kind of when the internet was starting to really get, you know, where you could get around. Yep. And figure it out, and then just slowly came about. Even found, you know, the factory for China. I was going to ask. I'm yeah. assuming a product like this is actually manufactured in China. I s- searched and searched in the U.S. trying to get it because I like control, mm-hmm. and I thought I would like to go to that factory every day, yep. and touch and feel, <laughs> and make sure it's all done. And just with my small runs, no one really wanted, you know, to touch it. Yep, and couldn't, you know, price wise. So it did eventually have to. 
go to China. So you manufacture in China. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, belly flops. Correct. It's the pool float with the stomach cut out. Right. So it looks like a long eclair donut, but where the stomach would be is where yeah. it's the hole. The opening is kind of an egg shape. And then you have a new feature or another feature that looks like you've added over time called the boob groove. Right. I was going to call it the cup holders, but I thought that might get confusing <laughs> because they might think I'm you know, promoting beer or yeah. something while you're pregnant. <laughs> so I just called it the boob groove. And I just thought, you know, and obviously with the growing chest area, that sometimes can be another hazard in your way when you're laying down so so I'll tell you now why when I saw this it appealed to me so much first of all I did have a baby I had one baby she's 19 now but I had her August 3rd so in the depth of June and July's heat I was pregnant and I have a cabin and I love pool floats and it was this would have been like the perfect thing for me so that was idea number one that I was like oh this is so cool Number two, and I don't even know if you've ever even thought about this, but I'm also a breast cancer survivor and I've had a double mastectomy. And what happens when you get a mastectomy is they put these like Tupperware things in your boobs that they blow up and then they take the hard ones out and put the implants in either water or silicone. But if you can imagine, when you lay down on your stomach, it's like hard, it's pressing, it's not very joyful to lay on your stomach anymore. And it's something that really becomes sad and kind of an issue if I was a stomach sleeper. So when I saw this, I thought, I wonder if she's ever thought about the idea of creating this for some kind of a mattress insert or something to go on top of a mattress for people that have had mastectomies or breast cancer. No, I never have thought of that. And I know some people, even though we require that our product is used in the water because it's the safest way mm-hmm. to use it. And uh, some people I know um, will say that they've used it in their bed. Yep. You know, there's desperation. Yeah, because it's it feels de- like so I just good wanna, I wanna to sleep. get that pressure off Somehow, your body. Yeah. And there actually is a UK inventor, a female inventor, who her name is Emma Benson, who I reached out to many years ago when we both kind of came up with the idea. And her product is Holo, which is a similar concept, although she promotes it for land and water uh-huh. use. And we talk back and forth, and it'd be kind of fun if we could just work together. But yeah. obviously, geographically, it makes it a little difficult. But um, it's kind of been fun to share stories with her as well. Sure. But she does promote it, like I said, for the land. But I haven't thought of that idea. And the boob groove part, I think, like, right when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, because if you could just have some kind of Something that you could lay in on right, with your horrible compressed boobs having some padding somewhere because you end up making all these like pillow mounds. And my husband, if, if you've You're seen our You're trying to like bed, make your own little oh, fort. I have like 10 <laughs> pillows. They're literally all the way around my body in weird configurations so that I can get the relief okay. of the pressure of these just weird boobs off my chest so that I can just lay on my stomach or whatever. I've always wondered that as well for just um, not only survivors and that have to deal with the implants, but people just in general. There's so many out there. Yeah, that have had breast is implants because com- they're. I thought, is it comfortable no. to sleep in your stomach? Mm-mm. Okay. No, they're heavy. They're heavy. They're tight. Um, most, not a lot of mastectomy folks, the implants are underneath their pectoral muscles. Oh. So 
it's just, it's a really uncomfortable thing. So something to think about for okay. future. No, I like but that. I digress. Okay. <laughs> so when you started, you have really cute graphic design. Did you do all the graphic design for your product or did you hire someone? Yeah, actually, uh, the logo was my biggest hurdle in the beginning because when I come with an idea, I always think of name and color. It, it always comes first to the cute factor. Yep. Like it's a cute. And I hired a graphic designer for the girl. I wanted the girl to just be, we looked at her, you just thought, it's funny. She's happy. Yeah, cute, I don't know. Happy pregnant something girl. about that. And yep. my graphic designer kept sending me really, you know, very talented graphic designer sending me, you know, mermaid, pregnant mermaids, and you know, just very serious things. My sister, who's a pastry chef, she's also, you know, she's great at everything. She's also a great artist. And I said, hey, I want her to be. I just want her to look at you, be funny. I want her belly to be big. You know, all these things. She sketched it out on a napkin in like two minutes, and I, I said. Exactly. But yeah. obviously, the advantage of being my sister, she might have known my interpretation of what sure. I was thinking of. I sent it to the graphic designer, and that's how. I yeah. said, my sister actually came up with the girl. It's real cute. The two colors are cute. Yeah. I, love your, I love your logo. Um, how much did it, when you sat down, you resourced in China, you've got this prototype now. How, do you remember how much it cost you to actually like make your first prototype? You know, it's usually a few a few hundred dollars back and forth. Usually the shipping is expensive, you know, back and forth. You're FedExing it overnight from China. There's obviously lots of different versions mm-hmm. of the prototype. And I still now today feel, you know, I still search once in a while around the U.S. Because like I mentioned earlier, I'm a control freak and um, I'm just really picky on the product. And sure. it's an inflatable. Yep. So there's never 100% with inflatable, which is a bummer. If I were to invent another product, I probably, I don't know if I could do inflatable. I'd want it to be something more dependable Yeah. as far as, you know, by the time they make it in China and you're, you're not, you know, going through every one. You know, we have a representative that will, you know, check on the factory for me. Um, I just worked with my last run. I worked with Whiteboard. Mm-hmm. If you've heard of them at um, Eden Prairie. And they helped me um, source it out because I was just thinking maybe I'm just not doing a great job of picking my factory. But I just, you know, I just think there's a certain level of quality that you have. And then I'm trying, the material I have around the belly opening is like a flocking, like a camping mattress mm-hmm. that you'd have. Because I was really concerned with, I know a lot of pregnant women now are just out in their bikinis, the belly's out. And I don't want them sticking to that PVC. Yep. And kind of have a, that irritation on their skin. But at the same time, it also creates a little bit of, it's more expensive to do, a little bit more of a... um Quality issue, I believe, locking the material on there. Yep. So sometimes I wonder if I should just leave it off, and you know, my next run I might redesign it just a little bit. But I've got, I, I've ordered a lot of floats just to get um, ideas on different fabrics that won't be quite as you know. Can you imagine like it be around your belly and you're just you know sucking off? Yeah. Once you take it off, so that always concerns me. So I just want, I just want pregnant women to be happy, relaxing, and I have a soft spot for grandpas and pregnant. Women. Okay, <laughs> well, so you're in the right spot, Those although we need to develop people. something yeah. for grandpas. Yeah, exactly. When you decided you were going to go down this road, and now you've got the logo, and you've got the design, did you say, like, I'm going to spend, you know, $5,000 on this, and if I can make my money back, great, and if I can't, what was your thought process there? Luckily, my husband's very supportive on the crazy thought process, because sometimes I have too many ideas, mm-hmm. and he's a good listener. And uh, he supported me, and luckily he, you know, he's, he's, um, 
dealt in business throughout many years. Um, and he was supportive in the fact that, you know, I think it's a good idea. Let's, and he's very logical in the way he thinks. Yep. Where I might be a little bit more. So he's the analytical yeah. yin to your yang, as yes. it were. Yes. So do you remember how much you decided to invest when you first started? No, really. That conversation probably came about when we talked about how many are we going to run for mm-hmm. our first run. Because obviously there's a price break um, wholesale-wise if you're um, running more. Yep. And then, you know, you weren't sure how many you were going to sell. And I haven't, I haven't really done any marketing. I'd love to spend a lot of money on marketing, but... Um, one still in college, two out of college, one still in college, and another one to be in college. Yep. In a few years, so tuition kind of uh, takes a big chunk chunk of that. So, does the product pay for itself? How much money do you think you've made over the? Yeah, I would say you know, on, on average, I right now I'm selling like a thousand a season. Okay. And they retail for thirty nine ninety five. Yep. And um. My season is kind of start trickling in around March and then done in August. Yep. Even when I had a retailer in Arizona carry them, she said, you know, come September, we're closing our pools. We're, you know, we're here in Minnesota. We'd say, we'd be in our pools yeah, all year. What completely. are you talking about? Yep. So I was surprised on the fact that, um, you know, there'll be a, a few in the winter, but not many. Do you have a distributor or are most of the sales online? Yep, just online. Okay. So it's kind of a one-man show at this point. And have you ever done like Facebook marketing or any of that? We did one little, we're trying to dabble a little bit in the digital marketing because obviously that's where it's at. Yep. And obviously that's the most cost effective way to get it out there. Um, so I, Facebook, I'm not great at. I know, I think Instagram is easier to use myself. Yep. You do a lot of Instagram, I noticed. Yeah. And, uh, and my, you know, my children will help me once in a while if it's social media related. Yep. (laughs) They just shake their heads like, mom, it's really not that hard. Even though I find, you know, there's a little bit of learning curve and um, it's just a matter of sitting down and learning some things and and we'll probably have to go that route. Yeah, I would think with the market being pregnant woman that that would be a pretty defined market for you right. and that that could be a really useful tool. Yeah, I would. It, absolutely. And it's uh, it's I, I have fun seeing where they come in from. Mm-hmm. I have not been able to sell one in Alaska yet. It's the only state. <laughs> I have which a friend I, that's there. And which I can understand. But. Did like a Facebook live of a concert that he went to, an outdoor event, literally just this last week. And they were all wearing winter coats. Okay. And so right. I think that could be why. And it would be fun to, at some point, I know that Australia would be a great market for this product due to the fact that their seasons are opposite, yep. which would kind of fill that void that we do have in the winter. I do have a lot of Australian customers that reach out, but... Shipping cost is just so crazy. And, you know, nowadays no one wants to pay for shipping. I don't want to pay for shipping. It's an interesting thing that's happened and changed the online business. Mm -hmm. That whole Amazon Prime model, or it started, I guess, with the Christmas season where the retailers were competing for business, so it was free shipping. Right. I was in a business where we shipped a lot of products, and nobody wanted to pay for shipping. And it's not cheap. No, it's not. And even the... The postal service raised my same, you know, same size, same weight shipping and raised it almost a dollar. And I didn't raise it on my site just because I'm like, you know, it's already, yep. I feel too expensive, let alone my customers wanting to pay that extra, you know, make up for that extra dollar. And mm-hmm. who knows how it'll keep. If I had the volume of Amazon, obviously, you know, the volume is a key to get 
the lower rates for so, my shipping. So in your day-to-day with your business, about how many hours a week do you think you spend on it now? Because you sound like you're interested in it, but you've got a lot of things going on. And maybe it's more of like a hobby or am yeah. I not reading that right? No, it's definitely something that I'm not pushing very far right now because yep. it's manageable for myself. Yeah. And I have, I feel I have to be a little bit pre- pre- more prepared to push it that much further. Sure. And, you know, in a perfect world, I'm selling, you know, there's around 3 million babies born in the U.S. a year. Gosh. I could just get like... A tiny smidgen. I mean, even just like, you know, if I could get 10,000 instead of 1,000, you know, I don't, I'm not necessarily doing it to be like crazy rich. I mean, obviously anyone would accept that, but. Um, How many hours could, a week do you think you actively uh, spend on it? I would say in my, the busy season, I would say three or four. Okay. Or, or a week, I'm sorry, three or yeah. four a day. Oh, so, so yeah. okay. So it's more than 20 hours a week. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Exactly. So definitely, you know, feels part-time for sure. And do you ever think about like going into distributor and like, hey, I'd like you to rep this in these stores? Or do you ever go to like to Pacifier down the street, which is a baby store here and say, hey, do you want to carry my product? Do you do any of that? Yeah, I kind of, I have reached out. Retailers are a little bit more hesitant due to the fact that obviously shelf space to them is very, you know. um, A commodity. Yes. And uh, they might not know. They, I think they'd rather have something that they know they, they've already gotten some requests for mm-hmm. or can sell and move off their shelves. And obviously mine's turned out to be seasonal. So, you know, it would be obviously just a seasonal item. But I, I would for sure be open to any kind of Okay, so if any local retailers yeah. hear this podcast, which I know you guys listen, yeah, this definitely is reach a out really because... cute product and it would be a great seasonal product for your store and for showers and... Uh, you said you're kind of entrepreneurial, and I can see your mind working. <laughs> what other kinds of ideas have you thought of, or do you think that you'll expand this at any point? Yeah, at one point when I first started this, I wanted to do maternity swimsuits. You know the old, um, remember back in the day, the, oh, monokinis is what they call them. Yeah, You know, I do where remember. they're kind of like this, and they look the like cutouts. a bikini in the yep. back. And I always thought, how great would it be to, you know, have it just tie in the side, so when you're pregnant, you're just like, whoop, yep. go to the bathroom. Tie it up, expands as you go, covers the belly just a little bit if you want a little bit of modesty or coverage type thing. And and then I just thought, once I started this product, I realized, wow, sizing and material and wow, that's probably, you know, that's going to have to be like a very full time. I should hook you up with Jennifer Cermak from Nani Nalu, who's designing swimwear locally. She's yes. been a guest on the podcast. She's had a Got child. all the cool connections. Yeah, because <laughs> she would be, that would be, I mean, she sourced all the materials. Right, she I think that, you know, that's such suits. a learning process for yeah. sure. And then I just want it to be fun, like, you know, a few classic ones, but one with a huge beach ball on it. One with, you know, like a lifeguard symbol. And, you know, just yeah. having, because I think pregnancy is kind of funny as yeah. far as it's your only excuse in life to have this humongous belly. And I think that's funny. And we're in a time which is unique. When I had a baby... We were still hiding it for the most part. We were wearing the giant tent dresses, and yeah. I'm not sure what we were hiding, but we were hiding. Well, now, Thinking you know. that made it look better. <laughs> yeah, like the belly button has popped out, and the girls are wearing half tops, and they're fine with that. Right. And it's just a whole different, the Beyonce culture. Oh, uh, sure. It had changed a lot of it's things. It's all about the belly, and mm-hmm. it's all about just showing it and letting it out. Which I suppose is good for, I mean, it's. This is what happens when you get pregnant, right? Right. And There's really no hiding it. No. So we weren't we weren't fooling anyone trying to hide it under the bed. <laughs> no. 
I look the back big tent shirt. Yeah, you know. at some of the outfits, and you're just like, oh, that was so yeah, why horrendous. Why did I think I look cute? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, have you? Uh, are you inspired by any local entrepreneurs, or do you like buy local and see like products and think, wow, that's so cool? I I do. I love to just shop around in little local shops, and I I just find it really inspiring, and I have I have fun with it. You know, whatever I come across and sometimes I might buy something just to say well let, let me look at their packaging and this is so cute how they did this and, yeah oh, look at their great marketing and things like that so that's definitely an inspiration for sure all right well belly flops how much are they they're 39 39.95 okay. right now through July 4th we have a coupon code for free shipping okay and I would like to say it's a strategic business move this podcast and the coupon code but it just happened to fall. I hope right this there. podcast airs before then because I've got a couple in well, the can true. already. That's so, <laughs> do you want to put it out there? Oh, that you can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, they're coming in pretty fast because I've tried to promote the coupon code a little bit to customers and sure, that always helps. The free shipping is and always kind of a welcome thing. It's Belly Flops F L O P Z uh, bellyflops dot com, and you can go ahead and get your inflatable. Again, they're super cute. And customers also like the fact that they don't look pregnant when they're laying on it. <laughs> Except there's, for there's the back fat. Because I never right. had back fat until one day, and this was again like that June or July time frame, and I was walking by a mirror in a dressing room and looked, and I was like, oh, I look like, like just like a rack of ribs, you know, with that whole extra like layer of fat What does fat it mean when you have there? it when you're not pregnant? What does that mean? <laughs> that just means okay. age. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty that's, sure that comes with their age. That's that's a yeah. We can embrace sure. that, but yeah, I remember. I don't even know what that fat is called, but just literally feeling like a rack of pork it's ribs. Everywhere. Where yeah, I always had to be a funny commercial. If yeah, obviously I can't afford a commercial at this point, but having a guy go up to the you know the lady on the belly flops, belly flops, and she comes out of the water and she takes it off and she's got this huge belly. Yeah, you know because that's. Because she looks super before. hot and sexy. Yeah, and because there. you can't see yes. the belly. They're just in their little bikini and they're looking all cute. So that's And funny. then it's yeah. like, dur, dur, dur. Yeah, whoops. <laughs> all right. Well, it's Gina Green. It's Belly Flops. And you're on Instagram. And yes. you're on Facebook, too. Um, yep, our website and everything. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I think it's just a really cute product and it's made in Minnesota. I know that you actually outsource it to China, but you had the idea and you live right here. There you go. Do your kids help you in the business or are they entrepreneurial at all? You know, uh, maybe to the extent of possibly dropping off a shipment. Sure. You know, that's about, you don't want to, you don't want to ask too much from the kids. Yeah. They'll look back on you though and think like, wow, my mom was doing this. And if they haven't an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirit, it sounds like your husband might have a little bit too. Yeah, he does as well. But um, luckily he, he has the day job that... That's right. That keeps us floating. I so understand. <laughs> That's kind of how we did it too. So yeah. thank you for being a guest on the podcast. Uh, congratulations on Belly Flops. And I hope you sell 2,000 next All season. All right. Let's go for 2,000. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for thank having you. me.